I mean, it happened. You remember it. Did I poop yesterday? I remember I did. So I did. Fridays on Mike and Anthony Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, along with my co-host Antoine. Spoon, what spoon? There's no fucking spoon. Take a look at a popular franchise over the next few weeks. For this one, we are looking at probably the most mind-bending one of all. It has a new sequel dropping on December 22nd. We are doing The Matrix. The biggest mindfuck movie of the time 1999 while every half of the world was backing up all of their porno movies and pictures onto external hard drives in fear of the y2k crash hollywood decided this is a great time to freak everybody out even more and show them what would happen if star wars hackers and enter the dragon all happened at the same time and terminator skynet and skynet I left out. Skynet took over. And and Crybaby. And Crybaby. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, shit. It's all happening. It's all happening. Yeah. So, yeah. The the Matrix. I mean, yeah, it's a mindfuck. So, I mean, before Inception, this this is the one that made you leave the theaters going, what the hell? Am I real? Am I real? (laughs) Am I real, man? Am I real? Okay, so... Um, just like we usually do, I have uh, I have some things that we need to, to do. Things, and so we're gonna get into where Antoine is gonna guess some of the shit in this movie. Maybe I can let him cheat and let him show. Oh, there it went. Okay, and then he will guess some stuff. So here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you ready to guess some of this shit? I'm ready. What do you think the budget was on this? Oh, this one's tough because um, obviously a lot went into this movie as far as effects. And you also had Keanu Reeves. I don't know how much he made for this, but, you know, this is like post speed. So he's. Yeah, money. You know, action star and all that good stuff, too. But also um, post Johnny Mnemonic, by the way. Just want to throw that. Oh out. yeah, oh yeah, the prequel <laughs> <laughs> to the, the Matrix. The shit, the um, shit prequel. Please, please, nobody ever suggests that we review that movie because I don't want to. God, I really. He's at a loss here. for words. Eighty-five million. You want to know something? I'm going to give you credit for guessing it correctly. However, the the budget that's listed is sixty-three million, but. It is said they spent as much as eighty-five million. Seriously? Yeah. So I'm yes. going to give you that, but but because I know that it's but sixty-three million is what you'll find everywhere. But eighty-five million is what they say they actually spent. Nice. Go so, me. Yeah, I nailed that some bitch. Go you, buddy. Um. So knowing all that, what do you think it made in the box office? Um, two hundred and sixty-three million. That is way light. Uh, okay. This movie was huge, brother. Yeah, it was. I just don't know. 1999. 
465.3 right. million. There you go. Um, now, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, they have their thing. All the critics, when you average them together, what do you think they thought of this movie? 79. That is low, 88. This is, okay. once again, this is The yeah. Matrix, not, not uh, Crying. Kind of demonic. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to trigger you with that saying that word. Okay. Um, what is the audience score when they, when, what do you think the audience thought of it though? 91. See, this is where it went down a little bit. It went down okay. to 85. So it went the opposite direction. So the, and you know, probably could be because the audience has to get it. You know, the, the critics might get it just a little bit better, but more than the audience. Although some people had their thoughts on this because I've read a, a lot of reviews and some, their thoughts were it was all about the effects, but they didn't really look at the deeper meaning of the movie. I think that's what it is. Anyways, but here's what Susan Stark says. She's of the Detroit News. She says, The Matrix is the coolest. A journey into a genuinely original version of our cyber future that will have you checking your own reality by the time it's over. And that is 100% true. I will say, I watched this with our father-in-law mm-hmm. while the ladies went over and watched another movie. and. When we got out of the theater, we were questioning our reality, and they wondered what the hell was up with us. So we might not even be real right now. This this we, podcast we could be a simulation. This is just part of an implanted yeah. memory for us, and I would like to get a refund and get a better memory. And this is well, see, and and, and you know, this is why when you get into the philosophy of things, is real what you experience, or is real. What is tangibly? Is there a real beyond that your experience? So like I'm experiencing, my brain thinks I'm experiencing it. Is that real? Because I feel it. That's a question. Right. So anyways, so literally, let's get into literally it. right now, we could have tubes stuck to us. We could be in a big vat of jelly, like the tears they, jelly, yes. that they used in Crybaby. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so we don't know. Um, right here's now. the negative review. <laughs> Seriously, I got you. I'm being fed uh, intravenously right now, and I don't even know it. And I'm swimming in liquid jello, and I don't even know jello. it. I'm stuck here talking to you. And you don't. They do that so you don't prune. They don't want you to prune. Anyways, um, I have Lisa Lisa Schwartzbaum of Entertainment Weekly gave it um, a negative review. She says, a blast of Holly Kong glitz that never approaches the stylistic cohesiveness of, of, say, John Woo's face-off or the charisma of that film's propulsive star, John Travolta. And (laughs) I have to say, face-off is the worst fucking movie. Wow. So. Wow. (laughs) When you say that's what you're comparing it to, (laughs) that's what's good. It ain't no face-off. Wow. It ain't no hard target with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Another John Woo movie. It ain't no broken so, arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's, it, that was... That's awesome. This movie yeah, sucks that's, that's, uh, because it's not good like face-off. <laughs> that's the review. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can't get out of my head in Face Off when they're walking around in a circle looking at each other, and Nick Cage gets those Nick Cage eyes, you know, like the look he gives when he's crazy, being look. surprised and yeah. aggressive at the same time. Yeah, the crazy look. 
like, oh, yeah. Anyways, let's get into this. Are you ready? I hope so. I mean, I, I don't, am I ready or am I not ready? What's being, I don't know. Am I real? What's real? I don't am know I, if I'm oh, real. I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you an experience, whether you think it's real or not. Okay. We'll figure that out later. All right. At an abandoned hotel within a major city, a police squad corners Trinity, who overpowers them with her superhuman abilities. She flees, pursued by the police and a group of suited agents capable of similar superhuman feats. She answers a ringing public telephone and vanishes just before an agent crashes a truck into the booth. Yes. So this is our introduction to this movie. When you when you first saw this movie back then, and this is what you got first, did you know what you were in for? Did this... Did you just think pure action or what did you think? You had no clue. It's like, I, okay. I would agree. I mean, but usually you watch a movie and in the first well, few I, minutes you get a feel. Like when you first see it, you don't realize that it's happening in the matrix. You're just like, wow, she's got superpowers. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. That's us. Oh, like yeah. the, the, the effects that they did, you know, that was one of the things that made the Wachowski sisters very innovative at the time they they were the ones who invented that type of thing they did with the cameras and the jumping and the all that stuff like that that's what cost so much money too so when you first saw it i think you saw whoa if they're doing this i mean what's going on i i think i got that but i didn't know yeah. what i was in for like i didn't know where i was going yeah at all i would have to say that uh but like i like i said but i knew it was different because of the, the effects it was just something different about it that like i hadn't seen anything like it yet even within that first scene, there was something new about it that, that you couldn't get over. The only thing that, that I would say in that whole first scene was, and I have a note on this, is that payphone does not age well now. There's no way they would have been able to do that scene now. <laughs> That's what dates it kind of. But but I, got, I have a discussion about that later in here, but it dates it, but at the same time, it doesn't. It doesn't. So we'll talk because, about that later. Yeah, I, I totally Yeah, I know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk All about right. it. You go ahead. You okay. go ahead. All right, so now computer programmer Thomas Anderson, a.k.a. Neo, is puzzled by repeated online encounters with the phrase The Matrix. Trinity contacts him and tells him a man named Morpheus has the answers he seeks. And he only found this out because he followed the widow white wabbit. A team of agents and police led by <laughs> Agent Smith arrives at Neo's workplace in search of him. And then we have to play a little cubicle hopping. Though Morpheus attempts to guide Neo to safety via a phone call, Neo chooses to be captured because he's like, F this, I'm out. I'm not going across to that scout. <laughs> Rather than risk escaping. Uh, the agents then attempt to coerce Neo into helping them locate Morpheus by taking his fucking mouth away. And they claim Morpheus is a terrorist. Neo insists on his right to a phone call and his right to flip the finger. The agent, agents <laughs> fuse his mouth shut make it all weird and shit and put a robotic bug up in his belly button. Neo wakes up from what he thinks is a nightmare is taken by Trinity to meet Morpheus shortly afterwards where he's offered day quill versus night quill. Along the way, they remove the bug from Neo's <laughs> stomach, proving that the nightmare he experienced was real. Holy shit. That thing's real. So there we go. Yes, you got it, man. Yeah. This, this, uh, this section this is when I think it kind of trips your mind a little bit and you really don't know what you're watching. Yeah. Um, you know, the, when they fuse the mouth, you then feel, is this a horror, a, like a horror sci-fi right. genre? Right. Like, is it like Constantine? You didn't know before. Constantine shit here or what? Yeah. 
is what it magical thinking you know and then it's like yeah but it's really not magic it's code it's code that's all it is it's a bunch of code but it's confusing and, the bug, and putting that Ew. bug in his belly button yeah. that's that's just, just you know i'm not a big belly button fan in the first place except for um, patrick swayze's unless it's yeah patrick swayze which has the weird looking one but uh but yeah i wouldn't want anything inside my belly button like that have you ever found anything inside your belly button you didn't expect to be there no it just went okay i just wondered belly like if you ever dug in there for lint and go oh there's oh, a piece of an m&m in there there's that skittle <laughs> Oh, is that from this Halloween or last Halloween? I don't know. Oh, yeah. And um, this is where I talk about the fact that this movie takes place in 1999 um, allows it to be timeless because it is a timeless movie because of that. Um, I, because it's because the Matrix is a simulation. So the but it makes you wonder in a simulation, does time progress? Do can't, Does the simulation, do they innovate with inside the simulation or do they always keep it from doing that i mean that's a good question i mean how much control do the creators of that world have over how the world reacts to itself it's kind of strange well that's your whole ai starting to learn on its own you know when in war games the computer actually learned how to learn when it was playing chess oh yeah you know yeah but we don't know why that computer learned it that was magical thinking, kind of. Yeah, you know, it's funny. War games. I don't want to go on a tangent, but the Whopper, you know. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The Whopper. The yeah, supercomputer. I love it. The big ass <laughs> supercomputer, yeah. which is now like our phone, is probably more powerful than that thing. Yeah. Crazy. Oh anyway. yeah, yeah. My phone. I could. I my phone would probably beat that thing, and then I would be able to like start World War Three. Right. You can and play be all good. global thermal nuclear war on your phone. Nuclear war from my phone. Start it, yeah. Or a yeah, that a that was uh, that's a good movie. We will do that. Yeah, we will. We will do that eventually. We'll do it. We will. We will. And there's there's things to be said about that. All right. I will say what I like about Mr. Anderson is he has some balls. I love how he gives the agents the finger and he's like, "Fuck you! I want my phone call." course he doesn't know what he's dealing with yet right like right, right not so much he still thinks he's in a police situation that he's but he's in a simulated world situation he's in a fucking incubator I mean, right now and he doesn't even know it <laughs> he's just oh yeah that's crazy he's still he's, um, still he's still in the warm liquid goo phase evacuation yeah, he's is still not in the warm liquid yet. goo phase <laughs> <laughs> which th- that movie came out only a couple years before this so yeah so that's where they um, you wonder that if it idea inspired the warm liquid goo. <laughs> what inspired the warm liquid goo phase? Oh yeah, and that bug. I'm just gonna say that was pretty scary, and it's kind of interesting how when they put it in him, it had that all the looked like those little sentinels and went inside his belly button and went around. Um, and then he it, up and like like how did he not know he was just there? But my thing is when they took it out, it goes yeah. back to looking like a little thing. Did they steal that from Wolverine? You think? Well, when did Wolverine come out? Well, after the Matrix, the Wolverine, when he had to get the bug yeah. out of him, they stole it. Well, yeah, maybe they maybe stole, maybe it, from they the stole it from this. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I thought you. I thought you said the other way around. I'm like, uh, but I thought the that came out after. But hey, actually, they all stole you know it from fucking Total Recall. So whatever. Except he had to dig out of his. Oh milk. yeah, yeah. 
Take it out of your or or they all stole it from uh um escape from new york how they had the mm-hmm. bug inside the thing inside to track them and could kill them too um snake plissken anyways um that was one of your favorite directors who did that right and that, uh the gut carpenter yes john carpenter um, so anyways, um, I'll go, I'm, I digress. I'll move on. All right. Morpheus offers Neo a choice between two pills, Take red to reveal the truth about the matrix and blue to return him to his former life. Neo swallows the red pill. His reality, reality disintegrates and he awakens nude in a liquid filled pod among countless other humans attached to an elaborate electrical system. He is retrieved and brought aboard Morpheus's flying ship, the Nebuchadnezzar. All right. So I guess this is where we can start asking the questions, right? This is like the, um, I like the scene. It's like the question between, you know, knowledge and, and passive pacifying yourself, like fate and control. Um, when he takes that pill, man, I mean, that's, is, is he feeling more real or, or out of place after he takes a pill? Like, you know, did you feel just so real in that environment? You just wish you could go back. I think he feels really stoned at this point. Like he is on a bad trip. Yeah. Is what he, they were in a prison. Is that a prison? A prison of the mind is what I think Morpheus called it. Is what they're in a prison? Basically. Wouldn't you, you think so? You don't think so? I don't know that it is. It's um, a prison, but you don't even know it. Uh, yeah. So I don't it's know a that. Fucking tree fall know. in the woods riddle here. Yeah, so saying is I don't it know a prison? That it is if the if mind you don't doesn't experience feel like you're in prison. That's a good question. Well, but here's my question for you: Which pill do you take, dude? I don't even like taking chewable aspirin, so neither. You no, you take a pill because you have to, or they kill give you. So you fucking, die or take a pill. Give me a Flintstone vitamin because those are good. You're telling me you wouldn't swallow one of those pills? No, man, drugs are bad. You've done pills. Don't don't say. You, You've done pills. I've done what pills. pill would you take, red or blue? Listen, the only pill I do is Zyrtec. But if you, but if you and, had uh, this choice, take would that you back. Go red or blue? You know what back. I'm asking. I did Vicodin twice for my back. Sorry, take that back. And I hate that mm-hmm. shit. Oh my god. So, oh no, one time is Vicodin. Get another tangent. Then one time, um, my back again. I had to go to the emergency room. They gave me fucking Percocet. Oh god. Oh, I hated yeah. that. Oh, I hated that. Oh, God, it made me sick. I don't do drugs like that. Well, I had to. I don't do the hard ones. I had to. It was for my back. It was prescribed. But Whatever. I was prescribed Vicodin for pain for a surgery. I didn't take it. Percocet made me sick. And I was like, I'd rather have the back pain because this stuff. Anyway. So, yeah. So, Um, so anyways. I would take take the Dayquil. the, The red one? The Dayquil. That's to awaken you. Keep you awake. Okay. I would take the blue pill every time. <laughs> Pussy. No, because the my life was comfy. It was nice. It's good to go, man. Why would it I was, want that? Anyways, but his life um, wasn't comfy. He was didn't he had all this weird shit going on and he needed to figure it out or he just would have gone back to that. Yeah. He would have been back in that yeah. cubicle so, which was like worse than office space as far as boring mundane yeah. bullshit. He didn't have a Milton. I would agree. I mean, I would want what Cypher was getting later. Um, so 
why why did that mirror stick to him and start covering him once he touched? I never understood that. Um, never really looked into it. I guess it's probably code just melding together because yeah. I'm guessing the pill is a code interrupter of some sort. And he started tripping out a probably, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. What has to be the weirdest moment is when you, when he wakes up and he looks out and he sees those towers of pods. And it's the first real image of his life, right? That's the first real image he ever sees of his life. Not one that was put in his head. Yeah. But then I always say, what is real anyways? While that's real to him right then, what he was experienced because he felt it was that real too. I mean, it's it goes both ways. I'm saying this movie makes you question everything. I think you're trying to confuse yourself. So there you go. Now, I'm not confused. I understand. I'm saying no, you don't. I have a book. I have a book right over here. It's called Mate the Matrix and the Philosophy of the Matrix. And it goes into all the different philosophers that they used and drew on to make this movie. It's pretty interesting. Anyways, right. why don't you As that is a really nice thing. clever way to get people to think you know how to read. Okay, as Neo recuperates from a lifetime of physical inactivity in the pod covered in jelly Morpheus explains their situation. In the early 21st century, a war broke out between humanity and intelligent machines, a la Terminator. After humans blocked the machine's access to solar energy, being the smart little devils they are, the machines responded by capturing humans and harvesting their bioelectric power while keeping their minds pacified in the Matrix. So they gave them pacifiers. A shared simulated reality modeled after the world as it was in 1999, or 1999, if you're cool. Machines won the war, and the underground city of Zion is the last refuge for free humans. Morpheus and his crew are a group of rebels, aka, think Star Wars, who hack into the Matrix to unplug enslaved humans and recruit them. Their understanding of the Matrix's simulated nature allows them to bend its physical laws and spoons. Morpheus warns Neo that death within the matrix kills the physical body. Then the matrix kills the physical body, even though he asked. So think nightmare on Elm street. If you die in the matrix, you die in real life. <laughs> and the agents are sent, uh, sentient computer <laughs> programs that eliminate threats to the system. While machines called sentinels eliminate rebels in the real world. Neo's prowess during virtual training cements Morpheus's belief that Neo is the lucky one. A human prophesies to free mankind. He is Ted yeah. Theodore Logan the coming to bring the perfect song to the world. Basically. Yeah. How long? But here's the thing. They, they get him from the pod. They pick him up with their little thing. Yeah. How long does it take them to clean him up and get him into working order? How long? Because I assume they're they're stimulating the muscles to get him to where he it's like yeah. he had been using him his whole life. Right. It's part of the how long, how long did that take months? It, no, it took Austin Powers like four minutes and three and a half. Of that was peeing. So wasn't that long. No, it probably took a while. I think they were show. Well, I don't know about months. He, I, I know time he, passes. I just don't know how it much. Does. Yeah, but you can. That's why it showed he had like a buzz cut. Oh, like he went from ha- no hair, zero hair to now he has hair. So it could be like six months or so. I don't think six Probably months. at least. He, no, he had hair. It would have been like a couple weeks, if that, to grow that much hair. Whatever. What do you think? How long do you think it takes to grow hair? What do you mean? How long does it take to grow hair? Dude, he Maybe had on a, your bushy ass, it grows he had fast. A, he had a very short buzz cut 
Whatever. I think it took a long time. I think like, it took, it I think like it took like six months. Yeah, the buzz cut was like a two. That doesn't take that a long. Two? To grow. Is that all you know? As a two I know on it was the Clippers. A two, man. I just two know the guard. The yeah. <laughs> so that's not six okay. months. I thought. Uh, how you often, don't think that's six months? How often do you fucking get haircuts? Me? About once every six months. Okay, but you have longer hair. But think about that. When you get a haircut, yeah. and because you usually get, you know, you get tapered sides back, right? So think about how long it takes for that to like double in length. It's less than six months. Yeah. So I'm telling I don't you, know. maybe four months. I'll give I'm, you that. I'm telling you it was not months. This was like maybe a couple weeks. Uh, I'm going to go with months. I feel it. I'm going to tell you. Here, I don't believe you. You no. you no. Now you have to prove it. Shave your head. And then once you start documenting, I'll get a haircut and then you can measure it. <laughs> no, you need to shave it bald, rub petroleum jelly all over it, and then clean yourself up and just let the growing process start. <laughs> That's on you, buddy. I'm not doing that. Yeah, but you hey, now. you have to because you question the matrix. Why do- That's what you get. When he when he wakes up, they introduce him to the, the crew, right? Why did they all have yeah. nicknames? Like, why don't they have, like, because, Trinity is Trinity. Is that a nickname or is that a real name? But Morpheus seems like it's not a nickname either. But then you got Tank and Dozer and Cypher and, and Apoc. I mean, because why the nicknames? Joe why and not Randy just would just names? be dumb. Because Joe and Randy just doesn't work. <laughs> Bill. Hey, that's Bill. <laughs> Joe is Randy. That's Bill. That's That's, that's, that's Larry. Lisa. That's... That's his brother Daryl. That's his other brother Daryl. <laughs> you think that's the cool factor? Is that what you we're can't, here? I, seriously? Is that why we're here? Well, what the fuck? Why do you? Why would it be? Why would it be Skywalker? Why wouldn't it be Luke Smith? Oh yeah, you're freezing. True, Skywalker just sounds cooler. Yeah, you're freezing up. Am I? You're that doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Might be freezing. Just you listen to my voice. But you can hear huh? me. I think it's no, you. you but... kept... You are the one that's like all blurry. I don't think it's me. No, you're all blurry to me. You're all blurry to me. That's what you look like right now. You look like you are highly unpixelated. You look like you are highly uneducated. I think this is the Matrix doing it to us. Shit. We should have done this movie. This isn't bad, (laughs) Juju. No, we're good. (laughs) We're here. Um, So, uh... When we um, watch this movie, did the concept of the construct blow your mind? Like when you saw the baby harvesters and oh, you're not the construct. The constructs where they go to sit in the chair and like he brings up the construct and they're like sitting in the chair and they're in that world. And then he shows them the baby harvesters. Did that like him being able to put you in that world? Did that like blow your mind? It blew something. I mean, the baby harvesters really creeped you out because those people never had real parents, or did they? I don't know how that works. No, they were grown. Remember? So did they just take two little thingies and pop them together and put them on a thing? Test tube stuff, you know? How did they create the... It makes you wonder how they create an umbilical cord to to feed the nutrients. How did they do all that? They learned how to do it. It's like they figured out a way to grow people. They did. You know what was weird, though? Um the whole scene in front of the TV with the chairs and the empty white space. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's straight up Willy Wonka to me. Oh yeah. It does have that Wonka feel that Wonka. Cause it's the that, old TV too. That, I know. Like it's like Willy Wonka. 
Yeah, yeah. That's like OG Willy Wonka. Not Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Not. Now, he learns all about that. That kind of blows your mind seeing how that works. I think that's when you first went, oh, shit. And you realize why earlier in the movie she called him Copper Top. Because mm-hmm. you're just a fucking battery. Yeah. <laughs> you're like a battery. But he got, but what I like is when they start in the training phase, he gets a rush from being loaded Hell with yes. training. Like she loves that. Yep. What would you want to be, if we could load us up with something, what would you want to be loaded with? Um, Money and power. No, 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 no. <laughs> they can only load knowledge into your I brain, know. like build um, skills and abilities and knowledge. Let's see. The martial arts stuff is cool and everything. I would say, like, every language that I could fluently that speak. That would be good. Every language, including speaking in tongues. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that that would be good. That oh, my God. Would be, I, they could, that's actually a good one. It is. If they could load Pig Latin into my brain, oh, it'd be awesome. I'd rule the world. Odle. <laughs> Odle Atle. Igpe. <laughs> that is awful. Uh, I don't know. Bad. Pig Latin. Pig Latin's not really that hard. I don't think it's don't a think tough it's dialect. Really that hard to master. So Ikde. It is. So Ed when hey. they. One of my favorite lines from this movie, I don't know why it is, is when Neo says, I know Kung Fu. And then what's Morpheus say? Show me. That's right. And is that fight pretty much badass? Is that like, is that like one of the best fights in a movie that you've ever seen? Oh, it's awesome. But the best part is Neo. Um, And it's when when Neo is like, come on, brings the hand. Yeah. Come on. Bring it on. Oh, it's already been brought in. And they were watching, and it's it's interesting how they watch and they see the like images kind of grainy and on and encode on the screens. Like they kind of read they can read it by code, like Cypher explains later, or they can watch the grainy image it tries to represent. Like they don't actually get to see it in person. It's interesting. If I were them, I'd want to go in that same construct and just sit on the sideline and watch, you know. Popcorn, just watch, yeah. But you know. I mean why Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get the lesson. They should be yeah. able to have a big gulp and a snack, sit on the sideline. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah, they should be able to hang out. At least the one guy should, Mouse. I mean, he seems kind of nice. Um, but he gets to fight. His lesson that he's trying to teach him is to, he's trying to push him and push him. And he, and he does get him to get to the point where he wins the fight. And he doesn't, you know, realize he's won and he doesn't think he's the one. Um, but then he takes him straight to the jump. I remember that being a big deal when I watched it the first time, like, Oh, nobody makes their first jump. Now, when you go back and watch it, it's like, ho hum. Oh, he didn't make it. So what? He'll make it later. You know, <laughs> free your mind and the rest will follow. He'll fly. He tried to invoke him. Oh, um, blind. They, He's so shallow. Exactly. Uh, now when you first watched that though, did you think he was going to make the jump? Cause I did. Yes, I did. When They're I first saying, watched yeah, it, I, even now I watch time. it and think he's got to make it. He's got to make it. <laughs> I keep hoping they'll change it. He's got to make the jump. Yeah. Yeah. He's he got to make it. Um, but he doesn't. And then you have the, and after that he takes him on the street and you have the woman in red. 
I think that's the most hilarious thing. Like, it's like that dude's personal Ally Larder doll, <laughs> but it's a virtual that is. doll. I, don't I, know. I made her. <laughs> I she set you up. <laughs> I made her, and she still won't talk to me. Yes, pimping out some digital porn. Yeah, yeah. That that's pretty much what he's doing. But yeah, but like oh. I said, nobody makes the first jump. Now, after they get done there, well, while they're in there, all of a sudden those sentinels show up and we get some pretty tense moments where they have to be quiet and they move on. Uh the sentinels do, but they explain that they have an EMP that can disable yeah. them, which kind of sucks, I'm guessing, because it disables you too. Um, but he then has a conversation with Cypher, and Cypher, I'm telling you, he was right. Take that blue pill. Ignorance can be bliss. I mean, if you didn't know that existed, you wouldn't have the worries. You would just be eating your steak in the fucking matrix or going out to eat or doing your thing, getting your noodles at your favorite noodle place on the corner. Yep. You wouldn't have to worry about all this bullshit or saving the world. It seems like a lot to me. Man, you are nobody's hero. You are not the one. Well, well, Cypher is a hero. He's a hero to the machines. I mean, he was turning on Morpheus. I don't blame him. He's going to get to be put back in with a, being rich and powerful. And he said, and like he said, I don't know. I know this mistake isn't real, but damn, it's good. You know, like fake I get that. If you can have something that. Now, so I, you are now, in part two, which I want to jump ahead. But when they're asking for volunteers, you're you're one in the crowd being like, no, nah, I ain't fucking doing it. You're sitting your ass down. I ain't fucking doing it. Uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. Just I'm, making sure. I I'm just want to make sure you're nothing. being consistent here. Okay. I'm it's consistently okay. not the hero unless you're it looks easy. Fucking um, trap dodger. So, but you're a trap dodger. I like dodger. when they, the next day when they're in the morning when they're eating and they have the conversation about the food with mouse and like yeah. he's talking about how tasty wheat. Tasty wheat. <laughs> how do they know what it tastes like? Is that why everything tastes like chicken? chicken? You know. Um, we serve tonight, chicken or chicken? Yeah. It's got yeah. everything you need, though. Chicken or chicken? Yeah, it does not look appetizing. Yes, it does. It does have well. That's what that guy said: amino acids and whatever, everything the body needs. I know, but I like, don't know though. It looked like snot to me. So I know RoboCop at least got baby food. Why can't they have like tutti yeah. frutti with all your nutrients, but better texture? This is the future. And you don't have anything running around. Remember, this is the future where there are no animals. There's no vegetation. It, you got you to gotta synthesize food. And I'm guessing that's synthesized food. The group enters the Matrix to visit the Oracle, the prophet who predicted that the one would emerge. She, she suggests to Neo that he is not the one and warns that he will have to choose between Morpheus's life and his own. Before they can leave the Matrix, agents and police ambush the group tipped off by Cyber, a disgruntled crew member who has betrayed Morpheus in exchange for comfortable life in the Matrix. Mouse is killed by the police in the Matrix and dies in the real world while Morpheus is captured fighting Smith to buy time for the rest to escape. Cypher exits the Matrix and murders several crew members as they lie defenseless. Before he can kill Neo and Trinity, Tank, a crew member who was only knocked unconscious, awakens and kills Cypher before pulling Neo and Trinity from the Matrix. Lots of shit happened there. Lots of shit. Lots of shit happened Lots there. Lots of shit. For reals. Um, <clears throat> you know, I got to jump back to one thing, though. I forgot. I did want to mention with the tasty wheat. Yeah. It's so funny because Neo yeah. is wearing, wearing the skull cap and he's got like the yeah. um, 
long john material shirt on it's like he looks like fucking eminem very grunge he looked like eminem in eight mile oh yeah that's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was watching like you think he's about to got eminem's outfit he's about to rap yeah (laughs) about to drop it looks like something he would have worn his band dog star dog star yes probably did yeah it probably was it probably was from a tour he probably brought his own clothes from a tour and warm in the matrix yeah so i wanted to um when they're going to the oracle neo points out i used to get noodles over there yeah um so the experiences you happen to happen in the matrix obviously your brain remembers them mm-hmm. and because they experienced them did you do them or was the just still just a simulation? Did you really do that? Did you really eat those noodles and enjoy those noodles? Or did you not? Because it's not really real. You know, it's not real now that you've been out. Right. I mean, it happened. You remember it. Did I poop yesterday? I remember I did. So I did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It happened. Okay. Okay. That's why. This is where your favorite part of the movie comes in, though obviously by your quote at the beginning of the movie, this is when they get there and Neo's yeah. Sitting there talking and the kid, man, he just dropped, laid some knowledge on him. You got to, it's like, why isn't that kid the one? Like, cause he seems to know (laughs) shit, right? Just got to remember there is no spoon. You're only, you're bending yourself, you know? So kind of opened his mind to how he needs to think about doing things in the matrix. So I, I think when you first saw that, that's when you you thought, "Oh man, that there is something a little different here." Like it really did kind of blow your mind. Um, that's when now when he goes to the Matrix, learning to use the Force. That's really all it is. You got to. Oh, you you're you're really uh, comparing this to the Star yeah. Wars like hardcore. Use the Force. Although there aren't two worlds in the Star Wars, there's not the the uh, the the Listen. virtual and the real. Neo right now doesn't know if he's Anakin or not. They haven't checked his Medichlorian count. And then the Oracle's like, no, you're not. You're not going to bring balance to the force. <laughs> but have a cookie. It's because he has too much. Have a cookie. But you so, will But you will dress like Darth Vader. You will go all black. But you will. We will dress in black. <laughs> but she tells him what he needed to hear. Right. She never said in that conversation that he wasn't the one she said he was waiting for something. So he was. So basically the way I took it is that he's the one he's just waiting for something to bring that out. That's no, the way she I said got you're, it. She said, it's not you. So I'm sorry, honey, but you're, you're not the, but, but then she goes on, you're still waiting for something is what she said. So that makes right. me think he is, there's just something in his way. Like the way she said it. Yeah. It, it was like, she never said outright. You couldn't be. There's no way. There's just something in your way. And and I found that interesting. I, Although the only thing that kill, bothers me. What? She said you are not starting quarterback material. Yet. She flat out There's told something her. in your way. Yeah. She's John it, Moxon. You know, it maybe it's you. he's reading his book on the sideline and not the playbook. You're like, you are hungover right from the strip club. It ain't you. You are the hungover John Moxon from the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing I don't like about the Oracle is I feel this is where the uh, movie gets into a realm I don't like, which is more paranormal and smoking in the kitchen. Oh. Thinking, I, I think you meant smoking um, in the kitchen. You know, 
blowing smoke all over the cookies. I don't like the magical no. shit. Yeah, yeah, she does. But here's the thing. That's what I was going to ask you. What's the cookie all about? Is there I, something about that? I don't know. See, I always wondered, like, you know, I've ever been offered, like, I had to choose between DayQuil and NightQuil. Now, should I eat this cookie? Is it laced with something? I don't know. I, I never. And, you know, maybe it's that. like code, like they've had in this whole movie. Like I said, like, it's it's all in a non-physical world. So you're not really eating a cookie. Oh, hey. Maybe the cookie has code like a real cookie from a website. There we go. And we do have hackers again, type cookie, you moron. And they're throwing the viruses at, yeah. at it. And there's the cookie monster one. Yeah. Yes. It's cookies. Yes. It's cookie code. <laughs> cookie code. Me like cookie. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I wonder if there's code in that cookie that does something to them. Makes them feel better. Like, you know, you'll feel good. You'll walk out of here. Right Maybe that's rain. what's in there. I don't know. Ride as rain. Now, but after we get done with the Oracle, then they get back to think, this is when shit gets real. I find it interesting. Like, I remember when I first watched this movie and they're like, did you see the, did you see the same cat or did you see another cat? Yeah. <laughs> like with the deja vu moment, Glitchy then it kind of blew your mind again. How they changed the building around him. I didn't see that coming, you know, that way. But uh, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Although the real genius was um, Morpheus wanting to find the wet wall and going down that damn wall. Yeah. He was that he's, you know, that's why, that's why he's a leader, but they didn't know that the whole time Cypher was trying to fuck him. Right. Like, like the whole time he's, that's why he's sneezing and making noises. That just asshole. <laughs> it's like, you know, there's a point where I would kill somebody just to not have them bother me anymore. <laughs> how did, uh, you know, it's, it's gotta be stressful being tank. Like you're working yeah. dispatch here, basically. Find me the wet wall. Oh yeah. And you All can't right, do okay. anything about it. Let me like type up a couple of things real quick here. Find that like, man, you gotta have some skills. He does. Yeah. That, the, that's why he's on dispatch. During the most important parts, right. right? Find me a payphone in nineteen ninety nine. He's got the skills. Okay, let me do that. Well, you can. You could in nineteen ninety nine. Try and find me a pay. Like three or four years later, try and find me a payphone in a muse- <laughs> museum. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's this one? Is this says? Is this like the one from Doctor Who? <laughs> could you imagine? That would be two movies that could rip together. There you <laughs> the go. The fabric of this world would change. <laughs> but you know they go in the wall and then morpheus saves neo by attacking the agent he had a good battle but you could just tell that that agent was a better machine it was epic but he eventually just lost yeah he got his ass kicked. and i have a note in here did you see my note in here about it doesn't age well having a bunch of police officers run into a room to beat a black guy. <laughs> it just doesn't age well. No. But that wasn't the because he's black isn't the reason so we can get over that. But but uh but yeah, it just when now when you see though in a movie, it's so triggering with today's realities. You know, just like when we did trading places and all the cops point the guns at Eddie Murphy oh, on the ground, <laughs> you know. The scenes just don't age as well as we thought they would uh when we saw them the first time. I have a question here. Or I not a question. I have a statement. Cipher, you know, obviously he did him dirty. Was he just a bitter incel, like a you know involuntary celibate guy? 
like an incel because he couldn't be with Trinity, the only girl. Like he he was in love with her. Like if she would have like given him, you know, a little play, a little action, yeah, do you Rob. think he would have been pacified enough and yeah, anything. And okay. do you think yeah. Do you think that would have made the where he wouldn't have turned on him? You think like, like I don't if know. She said, you know what? I'll give you a I'll give you a ride. Let's do this. <laughs> wow. Saddle just, up, Cypher. Just would be like, saddle up, Cypher. I don't want you turning on us. <laughs> um, this is not love. This is not love. This is sex. <laughs> hey, this. Hey, he's pretty ruthless in this movie. You can give him a ruthless sex scene. Yeah. Go get a little bit of that yeah, goop I mean, out. That was ruthless. How he... Get a little bit of that goop out for some lube. Out of the tank. <laughs> Do, did we save some of that in the fridge? <laughs> wow. Um, did he? Uh, did, but his he the way he killed those um, those people before uh, Tank took him down. That was that was ruthless. Like the ones like no, not like that was kind of powerful moment. No, not like this. You know, that was yeah. That was I was awful. Just unplugged him. It, it felt it felt dirty. It felt it dirty, was. didn't it? It was. It was. It was a little dirty, and that's why this movie's so good at that. Like, like there's like to me, there's two movies, right? Like, there's the movie that's blowing my mind on this alternate reality, and then there's the movie of the emotions and the people and the and him turning on him, like the real and the, the you know the, the 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 linear version of the story, you know, like how things are progressing. Not, like it's like the whole time though, you're in this strange world. Not in the explorer sense of two movies. No, no, Explorers where we had a really great movie. Yeah. And then we had a fucked up movie. (laughs) This is both are great movies. One that that your mind is blown by this weird reality and the story itself that's unfolding is great in it too. Now the agents interrogate Morpheus in an attempt to learn his access codes to the mainframe computer in Zion. Tank proposes killing Morpheus to prevent this, but Neo resolves to return to the Matrix and rescue him like the hero he is. As the Oracle prophesies, Trinity insists she accompany him. So basically, I outrank you, bitch. I'm coming. While rescuing Morpheus, Neo gains confidence in his abilities all of a sudden, performing feats comparable to the agents, and in some cases better than the agents. Morpheus and Trinity exit the Matrix, but Smith ambushes and presumably kills Neo before he can flee. As a group of Sentinels attack the Nebuchadnezzar, Trinity confesses her love for Neo and reveals that the Oracle told her she would fall in love with the Lucky One. He awakens with newfound abilities to uh, perceive and control the Matrix. He defeats Smith and leaves the Matrix just as the ship's electromagnetic pulse disables the Sentinels. And he learns to stop bullets, which goes back to, so you tell me I can dodge bullets, you won't need to. Tell him I could dodge bullets. You could dodge <laughs> a wrench. You could dodge a ball. Should start with that. Throw wrenches at him. During yeah. <laughs> if you can, but that's after this movie, so you know. I can't, it's not. It's not during this one. But I do like that. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. The, the three is it the four D's: duck, dodge, dive, and dodge, or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is. That's a good one. That's a good movie. Um. But no, this is great. Uh, but what I realized is when when they decide to go back after Morpheus and they go into the construct and get the shit they need, it's like a full scale game of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, like they get to like you know how you can call on your phone and a chopper will drop. It for- yep. <laughs> like like 
it was genius. I mean, you wonder if, because this is before what we have now as Grand Theft Auto. I don't know. The first GTA game may have come out, but it was a up, but it was a two D top game over the top. But what we have now, you wonder if this inspired it the way you're able to just have shit fall out of the sky for you. Yeah, I need this. Um, you know, I yeah. So it makes you wonder if it, if it was inspired by it because I mean. Okay, so Shit, man, that's what it feels like when you're playing it. Here's a question I have. There's one thing that I wonder about when they go to save Morpheus. Now you can do this stuff. You know, teach me how to fly a helicopter. I need this, lots of guns. You can basically yeah. program, do whatever you want. So why do they gotta come in packing as much shit as Schwarzenegger did in Commando? Why can't you just have a gun <laughs> that doesn't run out of bullets in the Matrix? Answer that. Um, my guess is, okay, my guess is the rule, the just like a video game, there's rules when you run out of bullets, you have to reload. So your the thoughts are is you still have to have the reloads. Um, it can't. They just can't manifest it into the gun. Like they manifest the gun and they can manifest the bullets, but they can't while you're moving do it. Why can't they do they it? They can like- manifest your knowledge while you're moving. Why can't they do it like in the video games at the arcade where you just move the gun up, point it down, and it reloads and back up and firing again? Because they, what they're doing is they're getting their weapons in the construct, not in the Matrix, and then they're bringing them to the Matrix. So they'd have to. So maybe if they were in the construct, that could happen because the rules in the construct are different because that's their world they created, not the one by the, the machines. I'm just so saying. While they figured out a way to take those things to the machine world. I'm guessing they can't alter the code where, and they'd probably be found out pretty quick if somehow they were altering code in the matrix continuously. I'm just saying if Skippy could make a slut in a red dress, why couldn't he help them make bulletless ending guns? That's all. But the slut in the red dress wasn't in the matrix. Was she? Oh yeah, she was. Yeah. Cause he had, well, maybe, I don't know. He, he had a magazine. Right. Yeah. He made, I it. don't know. Maybe, I guess don't the plot hole this. He fucking, he, hey, uh, <laughs> dude, he went weird science and made a woman. Tell me he can't make a gun that doesn't run out of bullets. That's all. Okay. Uh, I'll say that maybe that's a lost opportunity and they just need two guns and that was it. But it's a lot bad, more badass when you see him switching the guns and running. I know it always is. Yeah. Killing all those that. fucking people. Okay. But that was, but we're skipping ahead a little But yeah, However, but that's you. You do that. But I, I want to talk a couple things first. Um, I like when Agent Smith is talking to Morpheus about, like, he confesses the way the machines developed the the Matrix. Like they said, we found that when we made the world like heaven, like you would th- picture heaven, like everybody loves everything and everything's fine, the human mind wouldn't accept it because it's perfect. Nothing is perfect. <laughs> That's got to be awesome. Story. Like we are so ingrained that that we have to have an imperfection that it's in our DNA. And so we wouldn't accept that. So that's why they settled on the the current version of the Matrix. Then his next revelation is not only did we find out you don't like a perfect world, that you also you wherever you go, you use it up and you use it up and you suck it dry. You're a flipping virus, and then you move on. That's what you are. You're a flipping virus. I find it very interesting, and that is a philosophical question for some people that are humans. Uh, eventually, the virus that's going to kill the Earth probably. I would agree with that. We are because we control everything. So we 
but the earth will still be here. We're going to kill everything. And then maybe it'll grow back. You know, it's like, like George Carlin said, it, it's not the plastic that we, that's not the planet we need to save because the planet will still be here after our human race is dead. So <laughs> it's save ourselves. <laughs> it might. We don't know. Well, asteroids, yeah, true. Right. Asteroids I mean, happen. But that would take millions of years and we'll long be gone by then. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah. Um, I'm getting incubized. I am going to get transplanted yeah. into the goo. <laughs> if they let me, if I could, if you're telling me I could live forever, but I'd have to be in the virtual matrix world, sign me up. No, thanks. I'm in. Take my consciousness and put me in a computer. No. I'll live that Grand Theft Auto life. Wow. <laughs> you know, with you the know, secret if I die, scene, just pay a hundred bucks. And you want the Grand yeah. Theft Auto life so you can do the secret trick where you do the hooker. That or I can go to that strip club and just have a good time there too and get that lap dance that they do. You know, I can do that. You know, I'm easy. I'm easy. Yeah, I know I that. I am. Where are um, we at on where are we at on the so, shaving your head thing? Anyways, what do you sh- mean? When oh, are you I'm not shaving it? my fucking head. Go go. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. No, not happening. Um. So, but I mean, I'll get my hair cut and then I do a number two on the sides. I mean, you can take a look at that. I mean, this is about six months worth. What's on? What yes. six months worth that's on here? See that shit right there. Neo yeah. has a number two total. That was only a couple weeks. That's not I think six it's a couple months. months. It's not fucking snow. Depends not. on the person. People grow hair at different rates. You know this, right? And he was low yes. in nutrients, so his hair might not grow fast because of that, too. So there's Shut that. It's so. not that long. I'm, I'm sorry to bring logic okay. into the equation. Hey, do you find it interesting that Smith has emotions and can smell? He's a machine, and he's like, you make me sick, and you smell. But I didn't know that they... I, I, I'm wondering, do they have emotions, I guess? Whatever's programmed. But is it... Is it well, it's just like any other like AI. Is there a point where it starts thinking for itself and has its own feelings? Is that what this is? Like, the machines have their own feelings and all that? Like where else would he be? He's a he's a, a fucking computer program. Again, where else in this where he, would he be that he could be doing any different or any better? Ask Schwarzenegger. That's all I can tell you because he found out what made them cry, but it was nothing he could do. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, but he did figure out why they cried. He True. figured out. He figured out why why True. they're all crybabies. <laughs> So this one, I think the one of the most iconic scenes is that lobby scene where they kill everybody. Yeah. That one, and some of the things, and I think this is where a lot of the money was spent on special effects as well, because you have them doing all the crazy somersaults, the crazy tricks where she, you know, kicks people in the head and kick, kick, takes their guns. All the debris. I, I love how the debris kind of just floats there in the air as they're doing their thing. I just, I just think that is one of the best scenes when it comes to uh, killing everyone type of scene that I've seen in a movie. Like the, the matrix got it right is what I'm trying to say. Do you think so? Anyways, I do. I do. Okay. You do. Okay. There's some nice effects in that movie. Cause yeah. Yeah. I know. Cause I know you and action movies sometimes don't, you're like oil and water sometimes. Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. This is good. You love the whole fast and furious franchise. I can tell. See, and that's the thing. (laughs) here's now here's the thing though that's why like the matrix gets it right because you can do all this crazy action shit but it's part of a program so that's why it's like they created a world where that could happen fake reality yes so you can do whatever you want well in the 
that's the first movie. When we talk about the second movie, we'll see. <laughs> oh, so um, they so they get in there, they get to the top of the roof, and that's where we get the first Neo superhuman trick, right? Like where the agent, like he tries to shoot the agent, the agent does his dodge thing, and all of a sudden the agent tries to shoot him. And we get what the agent did, but we get it in the slow motion, right? Uh-huh. Like, I find that pretty cool. Like, we get, like, and he does that whole thing, and, you know, he still gets hit, but not, like, bad. And he's like, yeah, I was obviously not good not, enough. Not fast you know? enough. Not fast or furious enough. Yeah. So, but I want to say, when this movie came out, there was a TV show about a year later or two, and it was a dance show. And this break dancer did these tricks where he would freeze like matrix poses and move in slow motion. I and saw it was that. amazing. I re- I remember that. I saw that. And I think his name was B boy crumbs. I remember. And if you find that. any video on that guy, he was freaking amazing. He would just, and he would go in slow motion and he would just, I just don't say never seen hey. anything like that. Oh, I have uh, smooth criminal. Oh yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um they stole all so, this from Michael Jackson. But they they get uh, yeah, especially when they get in the helicopter and they shoot into the room and start shooting at the agents. Yeah. And then get Morpheus to jump. I think that's what they stole from Michael Jackson specifically cuz Morpheus in the original script was supposed to moonwalk out the window. You know, exactly. <laughs> um that scene though, I'm watching that I'm like how is Morpheus not getting like yes at least, at least <laughs> one ca- he not shot? at least one cap in his ass? I mean, come on, like he's like literally <laughs> just spraying the fucking room up and down, left and right, side to side, diagonally. He's got every fucking bingo on the bingo card possible. All over. Neo is the one. That's the only answer. The only answer is Neo is the one, and he knew what to do naturally to avoid hitting. Maybe he was bending the bullets away from him. Maybe. Because there is no bullet, remember? Oh, yes. There's no bullet. There is no bullet. Now, we we always thought we wanted to see Neo be the one when we watched this movie. But you don't truly believe it until you see the crazy-ass scene where he saves Trinity. In my opinion, when you see him do that, like, you thought, well, he's become the one. But really, you know, spoiler alert, he doesn't. But But right. you thought, man, he does that thing where he grabs the thing and the chopper starts going over and she cuts it and then he saves her. And then like Morpheus is like, do you believe now? And like that, what they didn't realize is that's not the one that's just him being Mr. Anderson, right? Neo. Like that's not, that's not him being the one. I mean, he's become a leader and he's grown into his role, but he definitely isn't doing what he does later. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. One of the things that always bothered me about this movie um I don't know. I'm, did I put that in my generics? I don't know. No. Um, is when when he saves her and and she smacks up against the glass, there's that scene where it shows her starting to walk up and it has that weird-looking side of the building. It looks so fake. Like, yeah. it looked like a studio piece fake. That has always bothered me about this movie when I see that. It just... Thanks for like sharing. It's like seeing a hair in your soup and you've just... You've eaten the best soup of your life and at the end you see a little hair sticking little, out of your soup, you know? Curly one? little pubic hair? whatever but you know you just not enough to make you hate the soup but just a, a like your dog like one of your dog's hairs got on the side of the bowl and you don't know if it got in or but you and you just got done eating and it was the best soup so you had the soup and it was really great but you had that little thing that makes you think uh 
Oh, did I swallow you know? a hair? Yeah, but you know, that's where we get a great line from Morpheus. You told you exactly what you needed to hear. There's a difference between knowing the path and walking the path. Walking. I find that that's good advice. It is it is pretty damn good advice. Um, now they try to get away now, and they go to the subway, and they let Morpheus go first. Mm-hmm. He's safe. So obviously the Oracle, the Oracle had already told Trinity what was going to happen, didn't she? She did. Told her many things. They've all come true. Told her many things, obviously. And they've all come true. So Trinity, it seems, is who they all should have been asking, what the fuck's going to happen next? (laughs) It's like, it's like, you know. You can't ask. What is, what's up? What the Oracle tells you is I know, you're not, you. you can ask, you're not allowed to tell. Right. Yeah. But it does lead to what is probably one of the best fight scenes I've seen in a movie, in my opinion. Like the whole him battling Mr. Smith. Yeah. Or at least definitely at that time. Like at that time, there wasn't many fight scenes I've seen that were that good. Like that was just them battling with the guns and clicking and then rolling up off the thing. And then, and and you had the ebb and flow of it where Neo gets beat mostly, but then he kind of hands it to him too. Um, it, it, to me, that was, that was an amazing fight. And, one of my favorite scenes, and I've always wondered if it was on purpose or if it just happened, was when he gets up off and he dusts himself off kind of but by a jerky motion. Yeah. I thought that because you saw it in around him. I wonder if that was an accident or did they want that to happen? Mm. Um, I never got an answer. I didn't look for the answer on that. I didn't look for it because that was pretty fucking awesome. That was like movie gold in my opinion. You don't need to look for the answer. You just need to believe. It's in the Matrix. It's not real anyways. I was just going a little Morpheus on you there. You just believe. Yeah. You oh. just know. You just have to just know. Just believe. Just know. I thought you were going Macy's Santa Claus on me. <laughs> if you believe hard enough, send my little letter in. I'll go Santa on you. You'll shoot I... your eye out. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, we did oh. That. I know we did. Oh, oh. Yeah. This is the sound of inevitability. I like that. Uh, Mr. Smith always has a good line. Um, that was a good one. But, you know, my name is Neo. He gets out of there. But he works so hard, so hard to beat him up and win that fight, only for that agent to just inhabit another body and walk right out of the train. It just shows you how yep. fighting, I think that's part of his growth, is you got to learn that you can't fight them the way you think fighting is. Right. That's just how it is. You have to get inside them, literally <laughs> get inside them. It's kind of weird. Well, that yeah, because that's what happens. The one thing about this movie that I got to say is it's it's almost like it's like it gets kind of like not, I don't want to say old. I mean, because the fight scenes are, are really good, but it's like you're watching this and it's like you guys are literally trying to kick the living shit out of each other with jujitsu, Kung Fu and everything, even though, you know, it's really not doing anything or going to do anything. Well, Mr. You know Smith's I mean? side, he could kill him. He could. Yes. But I'm saying that, it's like, yeah, this hand to hand combat stuff. And it's like, it's not doing any. You know what I mean? It's, it's like not how making many, it. It's not doing how many times you're going to stick your tongue on the, on the lamppost or the telephone. On the, 
<laughs> on the pole. Yeah. <laughs> the same. It, it does nothing. Um, it, you're right. You're right. But you know the it. But it makes for a good movie because on Smith's side, he can hurt him. Mm-hmm. Now, when they're chasing Neo, I found that to be pretty pulse pounding because you had two things happening at the same time. Not only was Neo running, you then also had the Sentinels bearing down on the Nebuchadnezzar. And actually, they even make it there. They look creepy. Those little legs and stuff. And yeah. Cutting through the... Like, they had that vibe that just made you go, ugh. You know, I don't want nothing that. Um, but they... Uh, but that's happening. And then they look Neo's like the running. But when he version. gets to... They look like the grown-up version of the bug that was in his belly button. Oh, yeah. You're when right. they grow all that's the way like, up. That's the baby sentinel. <laughs> that's a little he's, he's, sentinel he's stuck in the Matrix. Stuck somewhere else. Because <laughs> he... <laughs> Uh, room 303 is where he ends up. And that's where the movie started, too, if you noticed. Uh, room 303 is 303. where Trinity was. So that the movie ended where the movie started, or the his his chase ended where the movie started. And he gets killed by Agent Smith because Agent Smith remembered from the beginning of the movie, oh, that's where he's going. 303. This is where, this is the part of the movie that loses me. I'm just going to say. yeah. If I had a couple things that, you know, the moment she does the whole I love you and kiss him and he comes to back to life, that bothers me. That's magical. That's not code. That's not, there's no reasoning right. to it. Right. It's literally magical thinking. Like it's bridging some sort of magical world with this logical and machine world. With the fairy tale. Can, yeah. And. Yeah, it love goes a little off the rails all. for me there. This is the love conquers all moment. I, you know, and the, yeah, I'd say there are two pieces in this movie that just just bite my asshole, and that's that fake window studio set piece that I hated in this. That really, and there's more. I think I had some. I forget. I had something else on my generic. Yeah, I have another generic thing. I have that, but but if you want to, I could put those two things in generics, but I'm yeah. going to put something else. Okay, but that really bothers me. Um, I'm sorry, but when he wakes up, I will say this: he's fucking badass, isn't he? Uh, he's ready to go. Like, would you like Neo to get inside you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh you were just waiting for that one, weren't you? Yeah. No, I think I'm. Would good. you want Neo to get inside you? I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to be pretty fucking scared. Oh, once you saw him enter the other agent and blow right. him up, and you see a piece of his face fly by you. I don't know why. <laughs> inside people, it just made me, you know, think back to Cipher's crush on Trinity. Sorry, I have to go on a tangent. Oh, Not gosh. a tangent, but no. But, Jeez, but if part- she just let him, but listen, he'd let him know. be inside her one time. No, no, listen, <laughs> that's not it. But the part where he's talking to them on the phone, telling them basically, yeah, I'm the rat. Fuck y'all. I'm sick of this shit. When he's like right on Trinity, like her body laying there in the chair. And he's like an inch face to face. I just want to like, when you shot that scene, did you like chow down half a box of Altoids before you did that? Cause that's like really (laughs) close, man. That's like personal space. Right. Me, you wouldn't. You would be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, and eat some salami. If for- it were me, if it were me, and I were him, and they wanted to make this movie completely ruthless, 
he could have raped her while she was in the Matrix. Just throwing it out there. Wow. Like, if they were going, like, she's helpless. She can't yeah. do anything. And that's how he feels. I mean, just saying. I think they didn't cross that line because I think it would have made the movie a little too graphic. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah. I definitely, but no. it had to come up because that's what he wanted, right? I mean, I just, I'm surprised that, I'm surprised there's not a, I don't have a fact that says they thought about that. Let's put it that way. But there, I will so say the EMP. Is this, is this that, just your, the, like, what would I do if I was him thought or what? Uh, I'm not saying that because that would be too creepy. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Uh, it, I will say that the EMP that they use, that was kind of a fad in movies yes. around that time. It yes. started being a fad. Cause you, yeah. So that, well, I thought that was interesting. I wonder if they all did. Yeah. A lot of people use it. A lot of people use it. All right. So I'm going to say the last thing. I'm going to go over the last thing. Back in the Matrix, Neo makes a telephone call promising the machines that he will show their prisoners a world where anything is possible. He hangs up the call and flies away. Did we deserve a better ending than that? Well, it's not over. You got sequels. Well, no, you're right. What did you want for the ending? Um, me, I don't know, but I don't know that him flying away like Superman shows anything. I mean, like they'll just think they have a real life Superman. You He's know, going like to Superman the, shit again in the world. Yeah, yeah, they had that in the next movie. That's that's actually a line from the next movie. I know. <laughs> And when he lands, it flexes everything. So we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, I will say, you're right. Well, I don't know how I would end it. I don't know if I'd have had it doing that. I mean, I'd have had him, like, do something even more amazing because I'm guessing he has other things he could do. But flying doesn't seem like the most amazing thing someone could do in the Matrix if you oh. already can jump really but this, Yeah, but listen, I think that is a good ending because you go from in the beginning, he can't get the jump down. Now he can fly. So that shows where he's at now. He don't need to jump. He don't exactly. need to jump. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, like that's a big point in the beginning. It's like, yeah, whoever makes the first jump. Cause we're sitting there saying he's got to make the jump, you know, but now he can fly. So there you go. No, he's that's never it. made the jump. Actually. He never made the jump. I will say the rage music. Yeah. Rage against the machine. That's clutch. Big yeah. fan of rage. Love the music. Love the music. Love this movie. Love this movie. Despite some of the things I might point out. Here and there. So are you one. ready? It's a good one. For your six pack, bro. Ready, ready, bro. Bring it. My first one. That steak. God, that looked good. The red that steak. Rare steak. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking oh, steak. That looked good. <laughs> uh, steak every time. Yeah, okay. Oh, it looks good. I know it's not real. I know, you know this is not me eating the steak. You know how I am with <laughs> you know how I am with food and movies. Yeah, when yeah, I see food and movies, I'll, I'll give you that. Oh man, mm. I like it. Got you. It got, got you. All right, here we go. I got, got you. A one. Chubby from watching that. All right, so I I'm gonna go with the red pill, blue pill. One of the most iconic scenes in the movie. Obviously, I think. I think personally, after knowing what the world is like in the Matrix, take you take the blue pill. That's the that's the ben, that's the uh, that's the benefits of hindsight because you know you have to take the red pill to know that you should have taken the blue pill. That's kind of how that works. But yeah, blue pill is what you should have taken because you didn't know how shitty it really was. <laughs> wow, so that's kind of it. 
Yeah. Are you ready for your next one? Ready. Um, like I, when they go to save Morpheus, I love that. Sir, can you empty anything metallic from your pockets when he goes through the metal detector? <laughs> opens up his jacket. It's like, yep, shit's about to go down. Yes, I actually have that as my next one. Did you? So I'm gonna have to change to my other one. I have an alternate, so okay, I'm always good. good. I'm always good. You stole mine. You stealer. You thief. Apparently, I did. I'm going to go with the subway battle. Like I said, I think that's like one of the better fights. You got the Neo shaking off the dust and asking him to come fight and, and, you know, ultimately winning the battle. But, but uh, just the whole way it was filmed and the action was very good. The little, the one of the, one of those scenes you always remember is how he stuck out his fingers and hit agent Smith's throat. You know, you always remember that little scene, just all those little things. It's just a really great battle in my opinion. Yep, it's a good one. All right. Okay, so are you ready for generics? Well, hey, I st- we didn't finish our six-pack. We only did two each. You dumb dumb. Oh, did we? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Now, I know. Hey, I know. <laughs> listen, I know it's hard counting when you get past one hand, but we do six of these. <laughs> Here we go, buddy. Here's All right. Um. Now, okay, overall... uh the the costume design in this movie is pretty epic i think we can all agree between black trench coat trinity and shiny pants and mr mm. smith and his suits but morpheus's sunglasses badass mm. clip right onto the nose were they just yeah with no sides to them that's you know that's the that's just pretty cool. That that's was like that's like on par to me with Dwayne Wayne's flip up sunglasses in a different world. That is pretty cool. You know, the thing is, is he has those because he said that's his residual residual self image. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder if that's how he saw himself with those types of sunglasses. So that's why he had them. Maybe. Interesting. Makes mm-hmm. you think. And Matrix makes you think. That's what it, it does. does. All right, yeah. I got you. I got makes you me, one more. Makes me think about I got you pants. one more. I know Kung Fu. I love that line. I that love that line. He says, awesome. I know Kung Fu. And he's I know like, Kung Fu. He's like, show me. Show me, show me, show me. I, I, <laughs> I just love that line, man. Um, so, are you ready? Ready. All right. The one uh, generic thing that I could do without in this movie that did I just was like, is Cypher and Tank with that fucking laser cannon shit. Yeah shooting each other they could have that. done it differently you think yeah anytime you're here's the thing i'm just gonna say this because i think it, it goes without fail anytime you're going to introduce a laser into a movie you run the risk of failure except yeah. except rocky horror picture show. yeah yeah that was a great laser shot well yeah but um, I would laser say yeah. gun. I, would I'm like, I don't call it super generic, but use a regular gun. Don't you don't need we don't need a, we don't need the laser. That's all I'm saying. I think the, the thing is, is I will say this in their world building. They did have the Sentinels with their little lasers. So I wonder if they thought it would be weird if they had them using conventional weapons while the Sentinels had lasers. And it's been as long as it is. So I don't yeah. know if maybe. They were afraid to not have a laser for humans. I don't know. 
it's a good know. question. I just it, didn't it's like more of a plasma ray, but the whatever plasma laser beam ray. I could, could have done without that. That's all. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. I got you one. All right. Uh, when they visit the Oracle, who are all the special kids at the Oracle? And wouldn't they be useful at all? I mean, it obviously seems they're floating balls and bending spoons. Yeah. These kids seem to know something. Aren't they fucking useful? Why are they still sitting there? Why aren't you enlisting kids to help if they're that in tune with the Matrix? Because they're kids. They're not ready yet. I'm going to say. No. They're they're not real yet. They're not real. Think of it that way. These are still just battery people. You can expend them. You know? That's what I'm saying. They're expendable. Use them to try and free everyone. One person's death does not wow. it, 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 it can be the difference between millions being freed and not. Let's not save one because we're you know because they're fragile little kids. Okay, pretty heartless so that asshole okay. of me. Is it? Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, all right. So I've got some facts for you. Are you ready, man? I'm ready. The scenes that take place within the Matrix are tinted green. Those that happen in the real world have more of a normal coloring. The fight scene between Neo and Morpheus has a yellow tint since it takes place in neither. So, yeah, it's in the construct. So they just have different colors for different places. Um, The production shot the entire film, both interior sets and exteriors, in Australia for tax purposes, significantly lowering the film's budget. However, all the street names are taken from locations in Chicago where the Wachowskis grew up. All right, you'll love this one. This one's great for you. I'm ready. Will Smith said said no so that he can make Wild Wild West. When asked <laughs> by Newsweek if there were any roles he regretted turning down, Nicolas Cage replied that I don't really have any regrets. I I think regret is a waste of time. Yet he al- he allowed that there were movies that I probably would have benefited if circumstances in my life allowed me to make them and cited both The Matrix and The Lord of the Rings. Um, so so Nicolas Cage also was offered roles in these movies. Uh, Tom Cruise, Johnny you know? Depp, Leonardo DiCaprio. That, that I don't know. Okay. He didn't, didn't say which role. Trinity. But Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, Leonardo DiCaprio were also reportedly considered before the filmmakers said on Keanu Reeves for the part. So I think they all were considered for Neo. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think Tom no. Cruise... Um, I don't think I don't see any of them doing it better than no, Keanu. Nobody could have. So here's a good one for you. Another Keanu uh, is ne- what he if is Johnny um, Neomonic, and he always will be. <laughs> yeah, here you go. I got you. I got you here. Uh, for Sean Connery, it was apparently a matter of not understanding the script, which was also the reason he turned down the Lord of the Rings as well. When they de- when he declined, Lawrence Fishburne took the role. So that was that's interesting. I don't think there's no way Sean Connery could have been Morpheus in my yeah. uh, opinion. Okay, um, the Wachowskis had all the lead actors read *Simulacra and Simulation* by Jean Baudrillard, *Out of Control* by Kevin Kelly, and *Introducing Evolutionary Psychology* by Dylan Evans and Oscar Zarate in order to better understand the world of the movie. In the film, Neo actually hides his illegal computer files in a copy of Baudrillard's book. Nice. So there you go. Now here's something that will blow your mind. The lobby shootout, no CGI was used. All of the explosions and gunfire were practical effects. Mm. 
Yeah. That's interesting. Um, So to prepare for the scene in which Neo wakes up in a pod, Keanu Reeves lost 15 pounds and shaved his whole body to give Neo an emaciated look. How's that sound? Yeah. How long does it take to Would you shave your whole body? The eyebrow thing. How long does it take to grow those back? A week, right? Like a week, maybe two days? Isn't that what you would say, man? Eyebrows are number two. Different, dickhead. All right, shave, okay, your, so, shave your eyebrows. Let's start with that. You don't have to shave your head. Just shave you your first. Eyebrows. Shave your eyebrows. You first. I I asked you first. Legendary Hong Kong. <laughs> legendary Hong Kong stunt coordinator Wu Ping Yun initially refused to work on the film, even after receiving the script, which he liked. He hoped that by asking for an exorbitant fee, it would turn off the Wachowskis. It didn't. He next formulated what he considered an impossible request. He said that he'd agree only if he had complete control of the fights and that he trained the actors for four months before before they shoot. The Wachowskis complied with his request. So he tried to be like, no, no, you got to do this. And he's like, fuck you. You got to make sure there's no brown M&Ms in my dressing room. That's what it is. They make sure, man. Crazy ass requests. Okay. Yes, he did. So here you go. When Belinda McClary, McClory, pardon me, auditioned for the role of Switch, she was only going for half the role. The character was originally planned to be played by androgynous actors in the real world. It would be played by a male actor in The Matrix, be represented in a female form. So really, it was supposed to be a male in one world and a female in the other. Hence the name Switch. Warner Brothers refined the idea, and McClory ended up getting a single female role in both environments. Which is very interesting because the Wachowskis later said the Matrix was about transformation to their transformation. So I think that part sounds like it may have been, but I don't know if the whole movie, it might be, but it's their art. They can say what they want. Um, In an online interview with 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 the film was first released, the Wachowskis revealed that they'd both take the blue pill when given Neo's choice. Just like me, take the fucking pill. Oh, Bill, you're just, you wuss. <laughs> when the idea of the man, anyways, I'm just, I got a few more things here. When the idea of the Matrix was in early development in the early 1990s, Lana and Lily Wachowski's first choice for the role of Neo was Brandon Lee, but he died tragically on the set of The Crow, so he was actually their first choice. Wow. That's sad, isn't it? It yeah. is. The body count in this movie, how many, uh, they say it's 39. So I thought it was more, but. Here you go. 39. Michael Hutchins. Do you know who he was? 39? Yeah. When did 39 real people die in this movie? I mean, if you're not, I don't know. People, I don't think it's, I think it's just 39 people in the Matrix. Okay. Remember, mind cannot live without the body. Hold on. Now, Anyways. does does Neo count as one of those? Since he did die, got killed and came back. Does he count as one of the body counts? Or is it actually 40? I didn't. Uh, is it actually 40? That that wasn't there was no explanation. There was no explanation, but maybe maybe I'm calling it for. Uh, do you know who Michael Hutchins? Mm-hmm. Do you know who Michael Hutchins was? Who lead in, singer of NXS? Oh, he oh, was cast yeah, in a I major role. But who he? I was like, what do you mean he wasn't in the Matrix? Yeah, but he was cast in a major role, but died by suicide only three days after learning he had gotten the role. What was it going to be? That's sad. I don't didn't say that. I bet it's probably one of the crew, my guess. They have to be, have to be. Uh, Ewan McGregor turned down the role of Neo as he was filming Star Wars Episode One. 
Uh, both movies would compete against one another for best visual effects during the Academy Awards ceremony the next year, with obviously the Matrix winning. Um, now, Tasty Wheat, which is mentioned when Mouse is trying to describe the food in the real world, was replaced by Sex Krispies in the German version of the movie. Don't sex, can't explain that to you. Sex Krispies. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen Here, those now. Leo, before. I told you, Leo. No, neither have I. I told you, Leo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio turned down was part, turned down the part of Neo. Supposedly, it was because he was concerned about the amount of visual effects in the movie. Effects in the movie. So bad move. Leo is usually good at picking roles. I guess I'm not a big that. Leonardo DiCaprio fan overall. I mean, what what do you what do you think fucking Titanic was? Anyways, um, Marissa Tomei, Selma Hayek, Catherine Zeta Jones, Jennifer Lopez, Angelina Jolie. Angie Harmon, Drew Barrymore, Kay Hudson, Uma Thurman, Uma Thurman, Ming-Na Wen, Michelle Yeoh, Lucy Liu, Heather Graham, Elizabeth Hurley, Mariska Hargitay, Jennifer Beals, and Ashley Judd all auditioned or were offered or turned down the role of Trinity. So anybody who was an actress in Hollywood in 1997 or 8, whenever they started making this, turned down the role. Wow. Was offered. So are you ready? Wow. That's the facts, Jack. Are you ready to do the thing where we rate this thing? Do the thing. All right. I will just say this, you know, and I'm not, we've talked about this. I'm hot and cold with action movies. You know, they're okay. Some are, you know, but I, that's like not my favorite genre. I like it. Just, you know, I'd rather watch horror movies or porn typically. Um, but I gotta say the matrix, it was groundbreaking. Really cool. Keanu is the shit. Love the cast. I'm just straight up 18 cans. That's where it is for me. Whoa. All right. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say, I remember when I saw this. I told you earlier, I saw this when I went uh, with our father-in-law and our mother-in-law and my wife watched something else. And I can guarantee you that when they got out of their movie, they did not contemplate their existence when they got out of there. They weren't like looking around going, whoa, is this real? Am I real? Because it blew your mind, right? It blew your mind. It introduced you to philosophy without beating you over the head with it. You know, you learned solipsism and brain in a vat theory. And those aren't things you come by much at a movie. Like you don't, you don't get to learn anything. Uh, but beyond that, the premise it had was groundbreaking and the effects were groundbreaking and it was shot very well. The cast was amazing. Everything was great about this movie. So I'm giving this a very strong, after all this, I knocked it two cans for, things that I really didn't like in it. And for that, it gets 22 cans for me. All right. So 20 can average. But if I were in the matrix, you give it but if I were in the matrix, I give it 19, 19. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> no, no, 19, um, 19. Do you know what your wife and mother-in-law saw while you guys were watching matrix? I tried to look it up. It had to be, I looked and I thought it was some sort of, lovey dovey romance movie i couldn't i looked at the time and i couldn't really figure it out i wish i did because i know when they got out of their movie they were not as blown away by theirs 
and they're and we're like sitting there talking about something and how we're questioning reality and they were like what is wrong with you guys <laughs> I'm like i'm like a you you watch the wrong movie. That's what's wrong. Watch wrong movie. <laughs> you should look up and see if there was any movies playing around that time that had Scott Eastwood in it. Why? Because I think isn't that who your mother in law has a hard on for? Oh oh and, the the son of um, yeah. Clint Clint Eastwood. Yeah, uh, maybe I wouldn't know. I I'm mean, pretty I'm sure. Not keeping dib track of that. I'm pretty sure that's I mean, that's been brought up before during conversation. With who? I mean, who are you talking to? People. I mean, I wasn't. You know, um, I wasn't doing that. I, I, I can believe, look. I believe, but I looked and I thought for sure. I, I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm not saying that it was. I'm just saying. I, I believe that that's somebody she kind of goes gaga for. The Matrix was released in April or March. March. Let's see. January, February, March. Cruel Intentions came out in March. Force of Nature came out. That could be it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, they were watching I, that. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know what came out the same day? Ten Things, you said? And Ten Things I Hate About You came out the same day as The Matrix. Wow. What a glorious day that was. That was a hell of a day right there. Did I make the right choice? But I know I did. That The Matrix is a better movie than Ten Things I Hate About You. Um, I mean, well, as much as I love that movie, it's not anywhere near as good as the matrix. So that was it. That's this movie. We're going to do reloaded next Friday. And that's when this series goes fucking bananas in my opinion. So the A N A N A S. Yes, it does. Is there anything else you want to tell these folks before we end this thing? Thank you again for listening. As always, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope you equally or more so enjoy the next episode and the one after that. And the one after that, Check us out. Go to the website. <laughs> leave some comments. Let us know anything you'd like us to review. Feel free to purchase some shiznit because our swag is swaggy. And that's it. We'll see you next yes, time. Yes, it is. It's swaggy. Yeah. And is this real? Ask you yourself that question. Follow the white rabbit. Take the orange pill. <laughs>